So if we concentrate on fats and try to reduce inflammatory fats, we really need to think about the balance between what we call the pro-inflammatory and the anti-inflammatory fats in our diet because what we eat becomes us. We are what we eat. Um, so the challenge that we have today is that we're, we get about 16 to 1 pro-inflammatory fats to anti-inflammatory fats. And we'd be much better off if our ratio was down to 4 to 1. So if you think about what is considered pro-inflammatory, it's um, omega-6 fatty acids, particularly those from things like corn and soy, cottonseed, safflower, um, and particularly those that have been exposed to air, like in high-fat fried foods, but also to think about what has changed in terms of the fat that's in the animals that we eat, because animals that have been on pasture and are eating grass up till the time that they're killed and eaten have many more of these anti-inflammatory fats in them. When they go into a feedlot and are fed corn and soy, the type of fat in their carcass changes. The anti-inflammatory fats are the omega-3s. We think of those as our fish oils. Um, so we get them from fish and we get them from seafood, but we also get them from chia and from flax seeds. Um, and we get them from what are called pastured livestock. And this term you see on the slide says grass finished because any, if you look at beef and it says grass fed, they can put that label on any kind of beef because it's all been grass fed, okay? But the term that you want to look for is grass finished which means grass up till the time that it was killed and eaten. And think back, that's how much of our, you know, the animals that we ate 100 years ago, they all were basically, you know, on grass or on pasture until they were killed and eaten. So we've had a real change in the type of fats that are in our animal foods over the last 100 years.